You guys know one of the things that I absolutely hate doing is finding a new barber. You know, if you are a black man, you know how difficult it is to find somebody to cut your hair right, right? And not feel like you have to explain to them every single time. I remember when I first moved down here to Orlando, I actually hadn't found a barber here yet, so I decided to continue to go back to Jacksonville every other week to get my hair cut. Obviously, that wasn't a viable solution. But search no more, because I have the best barber there is. His name is Jose, and he works at DNC Barbershop here on Hiawassee Road, 2736 Hiawassee Road. This guy is one of the coolest guys you'll ever meet, and he does good work. Like, I can go in and say, hey, I want this, I want that, and it's at a reasonable price. So if you guys are local and you're looking for somebody to cut your hair, search no more. Go down and visit him at DNC Barbershop at 2736 Hiawassee Road. And just tell him that Reggie sent you. Now, I can't guarantee he'll do something for you, but he knows who I am. Check him out. episode of Reggie's Expressions. I know you guys have been waiting on bated breath when it comes to um, the, uh-oh, let's hope, let's hope, let's hope. Waited in bated breath for the episode. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. So, I hope you listened to all of last episode because it went well. <laughs> I had fun recording it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I promised you guys that I was going to have a part two because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to get into all of it because I had so much stuff that I needed to talk about. Um, so, I'm going to get right into it. I'm not going to wait at all. But <clears throat> I left off, you know, uh, telling you guys a little bit about what happened on the family reunion. So, my dad was pushing me, my husband was pushing me to reconcile with my sister, and I wasn't really ready to do that, or I didn't really have an idea of what that looked like, because for me, in times in the past where I've apologized for things or reconciled, it has automatically gone back to the way that it was, and I just didn't feel that that was the case this time, you know? Um, before I had put, in, uh, put conditions on what I would need in order to be able to move on from this, which required an acknowledgement of, you know, uh, wrongdoing and, and all this other stuff. And, you know, sometimes people aren't there yet. You know, their apologies is their apologies. You know, it doesn't always have to be 
based on, um, you know, what my expectations are, but I did have expectations with what the way I wanted the apology to go. And I just didn't want it to, to, to ring fake or ring like, oh, we're here in this space, so let's do it. It's the right moment. And besides, I knew I still had emotions about what was going on between me and my sister. Um, and you guys are going to have to listen to previous episodes if you want to know what that's about. But, you know, um, yeah, it's, you know, we haven't talked in over a year. So this was, it was nerve wracking. Um, I also had a therapy appointment at two o'clock. So that was uh, at the top of my mind also. And I had a lot of good things that I wanted to talk about too, you know, in terms of the business and all that other stuff. And it was just a lot going on. It was emotional overload, you know, really quick, really fast. So I get a chance to see my sister. Um, you know, she's really the only person that I'm looking for. Um, I see my dad. I see other cousins that are around. I see every, you know, I make my business like, okay, I'm going to hit them up, hit them up, hit them up. Because I have a large family, you know. My dad was one of 12. And when they say go forth and be fruitful, they did, right? So I knew, you know, I wanted to make sure I talked to the cousin that I speak to often and then make sure that I go around to folks that I might not necessarily see all the time, you know, get a chance to go give my condolences to, you know, the, the family that just recently lost their mother, my grandmother's uh, daughter. Um, so I, I, I had kind of a plan of action and uh, I wanted to kind of get the elephant in the room out of the way. So that was the reason why I went straight to my sister. Um, initially, she walked away from me. Um which could have easily been on my part. Well, you know what? I tried, but that would have been ego talking. So I gave it a second chance. She walked away again. And then, you know, I said to her that I missed her, which is true. I did. And that, you know, I did want to talk, which wasn't 100% true. Um, because it wasn't that I didn't want to talk. It just was that I didn't want to talk about what we needed to talk about. And it was just because, again, I knew I had emotions about it still. So I wanted to make sure that I created, we had a safe space to be able to, you know, and I guess in, you know, in turn, I was maybe trying to create that, that idea that I was open to it. But, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I kind of was like, I don't, I don't think I'm sh I should have that conversation. Like, okay, what is this conversation going to look like? What am I going to say? How do I feel? You know, all these internal things that are happening and I'm focusing on this and I want to focus on happiness and all this other stuff. And it was just awkward of sorts and I was just all over the place. So I instantly had regret after I said it because I felt like I just didn't feel it, it didn't ring genuine to me. Um, but needless to say, that was the first like bit of acknowledgement that I had, you know, in a long time, you know, the pressure was off and we just enjoyed the family um, or it did, did our best to. Now, my grandmother turned 99. So I want to, you know, have a cheering for that. So she turned 99 years old. She is in her 100th year of life. I'm so excited uh, for her. And my grandmother looks great, y'all. My grandma looks so good. Um, it was so great to, to, to see her. She looks like she's thriving still. And um, it was great that they pulled it together. Um, my grandmother, as I stated, had 12 children. Um, one died in 1984. The second one actually passed away October of 2021. Um, 
you know, to cancer, unfortunately. So this was a culmination to us dealing with it. And as I said in the previous episode, it definitely, you can definitely feel her presence uh, missed. So, but it was good to see my grandmother. You know, she was happy to see me. I tell you, boy, they probably were more excited to see my husband than they were me. Because there was a moment where I was, you know, conversing and trying to talk to Trina, um, where my husband and I got um, separated. And, um, you know, I'm like, where is where is he? And then I kind of, you know, he was like, oh, they were calling my name. And I, I didn't hear any of that because I was in my own head about, you know, the conversation, the pending conversation that I was going to have with my sister. And uh, I just was like, that didn't even register, you know. Um and he stuck by my side. Uh, we went around. We saw cousins, you know, got my cousin Jackie and Samantha, who's always been there for me. I absolutely love those two girls. So I always make it my business to make sure that I go and see them and, and support them and hug on them. You know, Gina was there. Um, I got to see my Aunt Red, my uh, Uncle Leonard. Um, uh, <laughs> now I'm in the, now Aunt Nita, uh, ooh, uh, Gene- Aunt Geneva. Uh, Uncle Sam, Aunt Teresa, uh, I don't know how many names of those. Uh, oh, Uncle T, which I hadn't seen Uncle T in a It has at least been about a good maybe 10 years, you know, that I've actually seen him in the flesh. Because he doesn't normally come out to these things. So it was it was exciting to see him. I got to see Aunt Lois, Aunt uh, Louise. Um, I think that should be all of them. I'm telling y'all, man, I, I have a huge family, so I'm sorry if I don't remember all of them. And don't get me started into cousins, right? Because it's just, I couldn't tell you everybody's name. Um, I did get a chance to see my nieces, um, uh, which uh, it was uh, uh, quite the, um, it was it did, my, it did my heart good to see them. And I was really happy to, you know, just uh, get a chance to see them face to face. But, um you know, uh, and then we just kind of went, you know, our, you know, own separate ways. We were just conversing with people. Um, I think my husband had his own very singular experience, which was absolutely amazing. It definitely uh, shows that we have changed people's minds in our in our family in terms of what they consider to be gay and, and all this other stuff. I mean, me and my husband and I, my, me and my husband and I, my husband and I have now been together for, you know, eight years, coming up pretty soon together, married for six. You know, I, I know that they acknowledge and they see it, you know, and it was it was very great. And I would have to, I need to get him in here and have him explain his experience. So um, let me see if I can, uh, I'm trying to see if I can call him real quick. Give me a second. Yeah, this is happening in real time, people. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I also got to print out some stuff for my... Um, I got to print out some stuff for... I got a signing tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, so I need to do that, too. Uh, this is not working out the way I planned it. Hold on a second. Hey. Talk amongst yourselves, everyone, okay? Thanks so much. Mm. Hey Siri, call Lavadish. I don't 
don't see levities in your contacts. Who would you like to call? Call Love. Sorry, I missed that. Who would you like to call? My husband. Which husband? I only got one. Sorry, I don't have a phone. Who would you like? Ah, Sierra don't have my husband's number in here. Oh, there we go. Okay. Hey, yeah. I'm recording a podcast real quick, but I want you to tell everybody what your experience was at the family reunion on Saturday. It was a great experience. Uh, I was amazed how much love and how much uh, they uh, they all remember me after a few years. And it was so warm to see their faces and smile and calling me by my name and say, come here, come here, give me a hug, give me, give me kisses, you know, give me some love, and it was amazing, it was amazing. Yeah, I, I, I was telling everybody about, I was telling everybody about how, you know, you and I got separated in the very beginning, and I'm like, where is he? Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have anything that, that stood out to you at all uh, during the, I mean, other than yes. the welcome? Uh, the love. Mm -hmm. The family love each other like I never seen before in my life. Mm -hmm. Everybody gathers together. Everybody's like one person. Mm -hmm. Everybody say hi. Everybody greet me. Everybody hug me. It's like it's so much. Somehow mm -hmm. they're overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Overwhelming love. Yeah. So. Um, you know, Carlos wasn't the only white man there either. So, you know, I told him that his, <laughs> I told him that his cousin finally showed up. There was another, uh, uh, non black person that was there. And obviously we were a black family. So, you know, that sticks out, but, and I kept telling Carlos to go talk to him and he wouldn't, so he wouldn't go and welcome his people. So, <laughs> um, Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was good. I was glad that I had you there. And, you know, I was I was saying that it was amazing because we saw I think we got a chance to change people's minds about us. You know what I'm yeah. saying? What were you going to say? No, I did. It's, it's, it's amazing to feel that type of love. Like you're welcome in their space. Mm hmm. So. And Carlos wants to move to, uh, he wants to move to Albany now. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love. Well, I appreciate it. Thank uh, you. I'll be downstairs in a bit, okay? All right. All right. Love you. Love you more. All right. Bye. Bye. So, yeah, I just wanted you guys to get an you know, opportunity to, to hear. And I hope you guys were able to hear that. I don't know if you guys on the video were able to hear it, but for sure, you know, that means you're going to have to go listen to the podcast. But, you know, he had his own singular experience and it was it was good. You know, it definitely took my mind off of whatever else I thought was, you know, happening. I felt good. I did feel nervous and I did have a a little bit of, of a panic, you know, throughout the day. But, you know, for the most part, I, you know, it, 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 it went over well. Um, I got a chance to, um, you know, see. Uh, just family members that I hadn't seen in so long. And my dad, you know, like, that's, that's Jim's daughter. I'm like, dad, I, I, I've never, I, I ain't met, I don't know Jim. 
at what point in life would I don't know him, <laughs> you know? And uh, it's like, you, you, you're going to have to introduce me. He never did introduce me to, to Jim. So there's that. I'm still trying to figure out who that man is because I have no idea. Um, and it was other cousins and stuff. I, I want to say that they were probably my my granddad. He passed away and I think in 89. I want to say that it was probably family members from his side of folk, uh, from uh, from his side of family, because my grandmother, you know, is my the grandfather that I know is not my dad's father. My dad's father passed away at like when he was about four years old um he had a heart attack of some sort so um that's not the same exact man that i knew his grandfather so i'm pretty sure it was probably along those lines and you know the crowd was a lot less than what it was the year years past but nonetheless it was just a celebration um it was good to see my grandmother um do her thing you know it was great she did get a chance to say some uh kind words but unfortunately you know, I didn't get a chance to um, to see because of um, I end up having a therapy appointment. I told y'all about that. And my therapy appointment was to converse about what the afternoon was. And it also, you know, was to let him know about some of the positive things that have been happening. You know, to be honest, y'all, you know, with everything that's going on with the business, I haven't felt this happy in a long, long time. And I'm grateful for it. And I'm trying my best to focus on just enjoying it and, you know, not allowing, you know, negative moments to bring me down. And that was part of what my reasoning for not really wanting to have that conversation with my sister, because I knew that it was going to go to a very personable, uh, personal uh, space. And it was going to become the, the Hurt Olympics, who's hurt more, you know, kind of thing. And I, I definitely wasn't there yet. And, um, you know, it wasn't until I actually sat down and I, I, I dug into myself to say, how do you feel about this? Is this a conversation that you're ready to have? What does forgiveness look like to you? Um, what are you going to say? You know, and it just was I, I realized that at that point that it was the pressure of my dad and my husband that really kind of got me into the idea of wanting to reconcile. And I haven't really given it that much of a thought behind what the ultimate uh, what my goal was. So I ended up deciding that day that I didn't want to have the conversation with my sister. And she ended up leaving uh, prior to it being over. I mean, it was about a good five hours of us just chilling outside and, and having fun. It was from 830 until about five, I think it was. And um, um, great music. Jaron, which I am going to be interviewing here pretty uh, soon. DJ Jaron, um, my cousin's Jackie's husband. He does the music all the time. and He does an amazing job. So I'm going to have him on the pile. We're going to interview him. As he's been doing his thing for a long, long time. Real nice guy. Like him a lot. Um, you know, my cousin Ivory, you know, it was good to see her. And, you know, I hadn't seen and laid eyes on her for a long time. And, uh, you know, it was good to kind of, uh, you know, just converse with her a little bit. Um, you know, I did actually have a cousin who did, uh, you know, know that me uh, and Carlos had uh, adopted uh, Juan. And uh, she was like, congratulations on your sign. I'm like, what? My signing? Like, notary? Is that what you're talking about? And she said, son. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she asked how old he was. And that lets me know that my family members, when I go and I see those numbers under there, when it says like 20 views, 25 views, my family members, be they be watching. They be, you know, I don't block any of them at this point. I'm too old to block folks, you know, for, you know, feeling the way they feel. Or they don't like my lifestyle. That's fine. But, you know, whatever, you ain't got to come visit it. But, um, yeah, they they definitely watched because a lot of them knew Carlos, 
You know, they were calling him over as if they had, you know, had an opportunity to, to meet him. A lot of them hadn't, you know, just through passing and they felt like they knew him. So it was good. You know, it was real good to to to, you know, um, to to see that they're acknowledging and also seeing them seeing their 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 ideas change about what gay marriage is. And, um, you know, it, it was very, uh, it, it, it did my heart good. It did my heart good because, you know, being a part of a black family and being queer, you know, gay or whatever you identify, a lot of times, especially when you have uber religious family members, they definitely use the key of ostracizing you, you know, for being an abomination and all this other stuff. And uh, just, un, you know, just people disowning their their kids that they birthed and had because they don't understand their lifestyle and you know it, it was my family definitely did do that a few of them did i'm not gonna say all of them um a few of them did and that was that was definitely hurtful um because i felt like you know family you know is is an important you know uh thing to have you know and i was really you know going through that time uh trying to find acceptance, you know, from somebody and to have my family, you know, um, not necessarily disown me, but not really speak to me in that way was very hurtful, which is why I believe that you can choose your own family. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, it was, it was lonely for a number of years early on into my sexuality. And, you know, as I got older, you know, the more I wanted to be open about it. And for the longest, I didn't have a relationship with anybody. And that was because I didn't, I felt like I didn't want to flaunt it in their face. And then when I found uh, Carlos and we fell in love, it didn't matter to me. I didn't care at that point what people thought because I loved him. And that's, that's all that mattered. And, uh, you know, you get the stares and the, you know, the, the concerns and the friend, you know, quote unquote, um, you know, people not, people misnomering him. And that actually did happen. I don't remember who it was, um, that was who said it, but there was, Oh, you know, your friend, I'm like, Oh, no, my husband, he's my husband. And I, I make a conscious effort to make sure that I correct it right then and there. But it, it wasn't anybody that was like, like super important. But, you know, for me at this point, it's like, marriage is hard and I earn my stripes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I'm not going to trivialize who he is to me just because you can't understand or don't want to understand because you know damn well it ain't my friend. He ain't been my friend in years. You know, he's been my lover, my my confidant, my travel buddy, my, you know, my situation, whatever you want to call it. He's been all of those things. So let's not act like we don't know what's going on. So, um, but I corrected them right then. My grandmother was excited to see him. Um, you know, I... I I consciously made the decision to kind of not necessarily distance myself, but I did have have a little bit of a guard up because again I, I was I, I, I'm still sensitive about the idea of like you know people with false expectations coming up saying you know I love you and let's keep in touch. I just didn't want that. I, I wasn't I wasn't feeling that. So it was good for me to kind of you know just be more of an observant i didn't take a lot of pictures other than the ones that some of you guys saw on my social media uh i just wanted to be aware of it you know and just aware of what was going on and being able to take advantage of the ambiance and and just seeing black excellence at its, at its greatness um shout out to harold it was good to have a conversation with him 
you know he's he's you know he's growing up like he was he's he's grown up so much since the last time i saw him so shout out to him delisa i didn't get a chance to see you i wanted to to uh share my condolences for grandmother my aunt um but it you know i know you were in and out because you had to go to work um i wanted to congratulate you on your husband too um because i know you just recently got married um it was good to see jennifer um uh, warren um who else uh janice the sisters of janice because i can't remember all of their names because she has a lot of sisters um um darius I'm telling y'all, we I got a, I got a huge family. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was probably maybe 50, 60 people that were out there at any given time. And my family did the colors and all that other stuff. Um, you know, my dad was blue. He was purple a couple years ago, but I just found out that he did not want purple. I was quite shocked. I was like, oh, okay, I thought you chose that. He was like, y'all chose it. I was like, mm, I didn't. Trini told me purple, and I thought that's what you wanted. So that's what I. That's why I got that shirt color, because I bought the shirts a few years ago. Um, but, yeah, it was blue. We had light pink. We had red. We had yellow. Um, we had black. Um, Anthony, um, Angela, Wanda. Um, it was good to see all of you guys. Just in passing, April, I didn't get a chance to speak with you. I wanted to. Um, Melissa, it was good to see you, um, and you're looking good as ever, um, and yeah, you know, I also got a chance to go to the Flint River, that's where we put my mom's ashes, so I was really happy about that, um, and this brings me to the point of this entire podcast, um, at, at the tail end of the, um, the, you know, the gathering, my uncle, I'm not going to name him, and family members know, they may know who he is. I'm not going to name him, though. Um, he, um, and there was another family member, my aunt, who very early on when me and my husband got married, it was actually a couple of years after we got married, they stated that they, you know, what their disapproval was and, you know, on my Facebook and, um, you know, said that they could not support or stand behind my relationship with him. And, you know, I, I ended up blocking them. And for a number of years, I didn't really talk with them at all. I didn't acknowledge, not necessarily acknowledge them. I think I was cordial, but I didn't really go out of my way to speak to them. And, you know, it was it was probably the latter part of last year, or maybe it was like mid last year sometime. It was a little bit before my aunt uh, passed away. I had an epiphany, not necessarily an epiphany, because it didn't come to me. And like, oh, you know, I feel this way. It had some. It had been something I've been feeling for a while, but I, I decided to, you know, tell them that, you know, although some of you guys, you know, might not agree with where I'm at, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm standing firm on where I am, and I love my husband. We've been together for X amount of years, and I would love for y'all to, you know, to love me for that. And a couple of them chimed in, and quite a few of them didn't. Um, but you know, the two vocal people, I think knew what it was and who I was more or less speaking to. And I think that, um, I don't remember if either one of them said anything, um, re regarding the comment, you know, but I, I, I said my piece and I got it off of my chest and, uh, I felt better. And, you know, I, you know, the people that chimed in and said, we love you regardless. It doesn't matter to me. 
I don't care who, you know, um, you know, who you love is who you love and we love you still. You know, you got the, the acceptance, acceptance and it was a very, you know, very good feeling. So, you know, seeing that uncle, you know, at the tail end of it, he came, you know, he saw me and uh, he actually spoke earlier on and I kind of distanced myself from him a little bit. And, you know, I didn't really, I didn't go back around for a second round to talk with him because I kind of was like, you know, I, I want to conserve my energy. And my aunt, I saw her, but I could see her sentiment. You know, we spoke in passing, but I could definitely tell that things had changed for her. You know, I didn't really get an opportunity to converse with her that much. So I didn't really say much to her, but I could tell, I felt the energy in which you know, where it was a, a very, um, you know, reconciliatory, uh, reconciliatory um, energy, um, you know, so she didn't have to say it. But this uncle, you know, came to me, he was like, hey, you know, I know I said some things a few years ago um, that might have made you, you know, feel some type of way. And I just want to tell you, you know, um, you know, you can't change me. I can't change you. But that's not the point. The point really is that, you know, I, I, I don't have a heaven to hell to put anybody in. And I'm not here to judge about, you know, uh, who you love. And I just want you to know that I support you and that, you know, uh, you know, I'm just really happy that you're living your life kind of. And uh, I'm paraphrasing. I can't, you know, remember specifically, but I remember getting extremely emotional about it because I, I just... I never, it wasn't like I was going over to him and I was expecting him to have that conversation or say that to me. So it made me kind of well up a bit and, you know, open my eyes. And I was like, you know, I just want to tell you, thank you for saying that. You know, I, I, I didn't know I needed to hear that. And it was good to hear. And I'm grateful that you said it. Um, and I'm just, I'm just grateful that, you know, you, you, you spoke that. Because, you know, for me, I was just going to continue to just keep my distance from him because I don't want to force anything down anybody's throat at this point. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm 41 years old. I'm, 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 I'm over trying to convince people. Like at this point, it's like, you know, it's, it's not even an alternative anymore. It's, it's, it's life. People, you know, people deal with this. They, you know, the fact that folks are still losing families is stupid. Like, it's like, come on, man. Like, what are we doing? You know? And, uh, I was really ready to keep my distance, but, you know, he came in, he apologized, you know, of sorts. You know, he didn't necessarily directly say, I'm sorry, but he, you know, he said that he's kind of evolved a little bit. And, uh, you know, he's, he acknowledged, you know, that what he said could have hurt me and that he was really just standing on that. So it was great. It was, it was just amazing to, to hear. So shout out to that uncle uh, for doing that. I appreciate it. And, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with our relationship moving forward, but I'm grateful that we did get a chance to at least share that moment. You know, same thing with my sister. You know, we didn't have that big, you know, elephant in the room conversation, but, you know, at least we're we're talking. And at some point, you know, I, you know, maybe open. I just need a little bit more distance between that. And, you know, distance between, uh, yeah, I need a little bit more distance to process, you know, but for me, you know, my dad and I did have a conversation and there was some inconsistencies that came up with the story again. And I realized that I still did have, you know, feelings about it. And I was great. I was glad that I didn't make that decision. So when my sister, 
you know, was like, hey, you know, um, what time are you leaving? And she wanted to talk. I, I was very, you know, I, I didn't want to lead her on and, you know, have her thinking that, yeah, we were going to have this conversation. You know, I just wanted to let her know that I'm glad that the door is open. At some point, we'll have that conversation and I have to figure out what it looks like for us to move on because honestly and truly, y'all, I'm not, I'm not in the business of playing. Like I don't, I don't want, I don't want it to go back to the way that it is. Not because I want to feel, you know, wounded and hurt. It's just that there's no way it can. You know what I'm saying? I just don't see us being able to reconcile to the point where we get back to the way that we are. We've done that. We've done that in the past. And to be honest, it's not. You know, it. it I, I think it was just for the sake of us trying to, you know, do what we thought was necessary in order for our relationship to move forward. You know, forgiving someone doesn't necessarily mean that it has to go back to the way that it was. It doesn't. You know, we don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, I'm open to that idea, you know, that forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean that we'd be on the phone for hours like we were before. But what I do want to be able to do is have a conversation with her about, hey, you know, I thought about mama today. You know, when I talk about my mother and you guys hear my spiel at the very end, when I talk about what kind of person my mama is, is I'm introducing her to you guys every time. You know, me and my sister and my siblings, we have that. We know what my mom was like. You know what I'm saying? So I, I want to be able to have moments where I'm remembering her, not talking about her essence. You know what I'm saying? And it's very important for me to have that, you know, even though I have my relationship with my mom and I talk to her, you know, quite often. And I thank God, you know, for, you know, I really honestly and truly believe that my mom is one of my angels that are watching over me. But at the end of the day, I'm not really trying to like I want to be able to to remember my mom and remember my mom for the things that she did to us and how she was not remembering what she was like and trying to explain that to people, you know, so. I just want to be able to have that open door policy to where we can converse about our sadness about her not being here. And to be honest, me going to Albany, that was really the first time I felt her presence not there. I mean, obviously, I know my mom has passed away. I know she's gone. But it was ever present when I went to Albany because I didn't do the stuff that I was normally used to doing which would have been at some point going to go see her putting money in her hands and you know just having a chit chat and laugh and all that other stuff like i normally do you know and uh you know i got a chance to have a you know simple conversation i told my mom i don't even know what our relationship is going to be like i prayed for us to be able to you know have peace of mind and you know i i you know told my mom that i don't think i'm, I'm ready but my therapist asked me what do i what do my mom what do I think my mom would want me to do? At first, I said she would say, follow your heart, which wasn't true. That wasn't being truthful. So my mom would want us to reconcile it, you know. And um, at some point, I will probably have a um, discussion where I will, you know, visit what that means. But at this point, I think that I just want to continue to choose peace. And, you know, I think we need a little bit more distance. And now we know that that is kind of out there. And that gives us the opportunity to kind of heal on our own. So when we do have that uh, conversation, it's not as, you know, emotional as it probably would have been if we had forced the, the conversation. So, but it was good. You know, all in all, good weekend. You know, I'm, I'm off until uh, uh, Wednesday. I'm very excited about it. Um, had a couple signings. I told y'all uh, 
uh, last um, episode. Have a couple signings coming up, and th that is going really well. So I'm very excited about that. And I just wanted to finish up part two, y'all. I really did, so y'all can have the full, you know, story. But you know, the story is continuing to be uh, written, so it ain't over yet. And I really missed you guys for the two weeks I didn't have, and I, I didn't, you know, do a podcast. But you know, all in all, uh, things have been going well, and it's gonna continue to go well. All right. So with that being said, guys, I appreciate and absolutely love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you know, you can go out and support us um, at Reggie's Expressions. Go like, share, subscribe. You can also find us on YouTube, Reggie's Expressions as well. And that's spelled R-E-G-G-E-E -E, apostrophe S Expressions on Facebook and YouTube. And then Instagram, it is R-E-G-G-E-E-S underscore Expressions. All right. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so much. And I will catch y'all on the flip side. I am. I have extended this season to 20 episodes. So this, you know, this is episode 16. And episode um, 20 is going to be the finale where I'm actually going to do a live. Like the podcast is going to be live. So mark your calendars. That is four weeks from now because I'm going to be regularly uploading uh, episodes every week. Um you know, until the 20th episode. And then we're going to take a nice little break. So that's going to take us until about June um, of 2022. And then I'm going to take a nice little break to just live life a little bit. And we'll come back around August. But we got time before that happens. So don't even worry about that. All right. So enjoy the rest of your day, guys. Love you. Thank you so much. And until next time, peace. Reggie's Expressions is brought to you by Soko Garn Productions, LLC.